Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach with another episode of our podcast. As a reminder, we started this podcast last fall to highlight local stories of faith and sports. And today, I'm excited for you to hear from Coach Lanny Williams. He's the head baseball coach for the Brenham Cubs. And Brenham is known here in Texas as the baseball capital of Texas. This year, they're entering the playoffs for the 35th consecutive year. That is also the hometown of my wife, Sarah. Coach Williams is a man of God. He has been the coach at Brenham for 22 years. It's the only place he's ever coached. They've won state championships. He's married, kids. He's now a grandfather, but a just a godly man, loves pouring into young athletes. So I'm excited for you to hear his story. So without further delay, let's jump right into it. Thanks for having me. You bet. So let's start with uh, just sharing a little bit about yourself, maybe where you're from, a little about your family. Okay. Uh, well, I'm from originally from uh, Mineola, Mineola, Texas. It's in uh, northeast Texas, uh, northeast of Tyler, north of Tyler, Texas. And okay. I grew up there. Um uh, I was born and raised there. I think we might, there might have been a couple of years where my, my dad was in the service. We were, we were out of, out of the uh, out of Mineola, but other than that, we were there uh, growing up. Have uh, three brothers, uh, actually uh, four brothers. One of them passed away not long ago, and and two sisters. Uh, uh, great, great family. Uh, just uh, very supportive people. My parents got divorced when I was young, and my mom remarried and had another kid, and my dad remarried and had three kids, and. And uh, as, as far as playing sports uh, in Brenna, uh, Mineola, uh, I was, played everything. Uh, coming from a town where I come from, that's, that's what you did, and I enjoyed it, and, and still enjoy when I when I get to see kids do that today. You play football, basketball, baseball, and ran track also. So, oh wow! Uh, yeah, did a lot of things there growing up, and uh, it was it was a, it was a blast. That's awesome. So this podcast is we talk sports and faith so let's ask you a little about your faith journey okay. um you mentioned a little bit about your family but did you grow up in a family of faith and then at what point did you realize that you needed a personal relationship with jesus yeah uh growing up uh, we, we we've always went to church my dad uh, became a pastor i don't know how, how old i was when he did but i remember being real young and going to church and my dad would pastor different churches uh whenever i was young and uh, uh i got uh baptized at saint paul's uh Methodist Church there in Mineola, Texas, uh, and, and I did it at, at a, I guess I was probably middle school, mm-hmm. junior highish, somewhere in there when I accepted Christ, and and uh, I remember doing it at, at that church, and, and don't remember anything miraculous happened other than just having an altar call, and, and I really wanted to, to just give my life to Christ at that mm-hmm. time, and I did, and, uh, and it's, 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 it was great before then, it's been great since then. Uh, but that, that's what I remember, uh, you know, growing up there and, and as far as my faith and, uh, dad, my father, parents have always been involved with church. My mom's, uh, church lady, uh, I say church lady, I mean, my mom, <laughs> she, she, she's awesome. Uh, grew up with friends that went to church and, and that's just what we did. Uh, Sundays and, and Wednesdays, we were, we were part of it and, uh, got involved with that there. Um, uh, just jumped in and, you know, had choirs and things like that. I grew up with a lot of kids that I grew up with were in the same church, and uh, we just enjoyed it. It was, it was a great time and a good community at that time. That's awesome. So I mentioned in the intro that you're the head baseball coach at, at Brenham. You've been coaching for a while. So maybe tell us a little bit about why or how you got into coaching, and then how long have you been coaching? 
Uh, this is, uh, like I said, this is my 22nd year uh, uh, in coaching. My 22nd year in Burnham, I've only coached here. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, this is the only place I've ever coached. Uh, so so it's, it's pretty much home to me. As a matter of fact, Burnham is the only, this is the place where I've lived the longest in my whole life, uh, 22 years in one place. So, uh, and, and I consider this, you know, to be home for me. Uh, as far as how I got into coaching, um, back when I was a sophomore in high school, we had some, um, I mean, we, we Mineola was never just a big powerhouse uh, in anything. I remember mm-hmm. growing up in junior high, we were always, uh, I guess, the armpits of sports and, and, and didn't really have a lot going on for us at that time, other than baseball. Baseball seemed to be pretty decent at the time, but nothing football-related or, uh, or or basketball-related. And we had a group of guys come in, uh, which was led by David Hughes, uh, uh, who was my who became our athletic director, head football coach back in, I think I was a Freshman's going to be a sophomore. Uh, he brought in a group of guys, uh, Larry Sherman, uh, Ronnie Watson, uh, Elvis Jackson was there, Danny Freeman. Just a whole bunch of uh, neat guys uh, th- that were there for us. Uh, Mike Schimpock was our baseball coach at one time. And, and man, uh, I remember uh, my and – I, and I guess you have to understand kind of where I went to church and how things were. It was pretty much Church of God in Christ. And it was a – it was a – I mean, pretty – strict uh way of way of serving the mm-hmm. lord which was great i mean i enjoyed it and, and uh, there was a there's a lot of things that 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 are different for me now but uh, i got involved with fca with my coaches and i mm-hmm. uh, just saw a different uh it's a different way of really understanding who god was and he you know he didn't he wasn't he wasn't out to zap us he wasn't out to catch us uh you know uh, uh doing anything wrong he, he, he's a he's a god of uh uh, just uh, mercy and grace, and my coaches were the same way. I mean, I wasn't by any means a perfect student. I wasn't a perfect athlete. Athlete, I wasn't a perfect person. Uh, my coaches, uh, when I need to be disciplined, they discipline me. When I when I need to be loved on, they love me. And mm-hmm. and just a great group of guys that really showed me how to, you know, live life and and really have a have a blast teaching young kids. And because of them, uh, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a coach. And man, what what a great job to have is you hang out with kids all day and and uh and 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 uh you, you get paid for that you know that, there's a lot more to it than just hanging out now right uh, but at the time that's just kind of what i felt and it was it was those guys were phenomenal uh and i still stay in contact with them today uh coach Hughes right now is my head coach he's going through a situation uh with his health and larry sherman and i kept in contact we got a chance to go see him get inducted into the uh allen high school hall of fame uh uh back in the fall and that was great uh, so uh, just, uh, you know, the, the impact that they had in my life uh, is pretty much because of where I am today if it wasn't for them. So I have to ask, you said Brenham was the only place you've ever coached. And I mentioned in our earlier conversation that uh, my wife is from Brenham. So uh-huh. I've been familiar with Brenham since probably 1996 was the first time I went to Brenham. So how did you end up in Brenham, Texas, of all places? You know, I, I would have to say – more than anything, it was it was just a God thing. I was I was a volunteer assistant at Tyler Junior College, uh, where John Gross was a coach there, and there was a couple of guys, uh, Bubella and Bachlick. I don't remember their first names, but I remember their last names. They were from El Campo, Texas, uh, and they were some hard nosed baseball players. Uh, they were great. They were, one was a catcher, one was a, was an infielder, and I liked the way they played the game. Um, and they had just come to Tyler; they were freshmen at the time, and. Uh, they had just left El Campo High School, and um, they said to me, says, Coach, you need to you need to get with our head coach, and if you're going to be a coach one day, go coach with him. And I'm like, well, who is that? 
and, and it was Jim Long. And I said, you know, he said, I don't know where Campo was. He said, well, he's not at El Campo anymore. He's at Brenham, Texas. And I knew a little bit about Brenham, knew a bit about the, you know, the baseball tradition there. And so one thing led to another. I made a couple of phone calls, came down on an interview, and I really liked the place. Uh, Jim was awesome. Jim Long was the head baseball coach at the time, and he was great. And because we had this, this uh, common denominator or this just this common knowledge between me and a guy that a couple of kids that I coached out came and, uh, just on a whim, uh, and we, we've been on, been here since then, and been happy since then. Wow! And you mentioned that you were familiar with Brenham and have a long history of baseball. On a previous episode of our podcast, we had John Peters and uh-huh. you know his long history there in Brenham, and he, you know, he always tells me Brenham's known for is the baseball capital of Texas. <laughs> That's right. You know, and and then even preparing for this conversation with you, I came across something this this last week that. Um, Brenham has made the playoffs for 35 consecutive years. Right. I actually That's asked right. my wife if she knew that. I said, how many years has Brenham made the playoffs? And she goes, I don't know, 20, 25? I said, 35, and we're both just sitting there. It doesn't matter, you know, what size school or not. I mean, that's that's huge. So yeah. do you feel any added pressure because of the history of Brenham? Uh, there's times, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, there's times that I'm afraid of a lot of things. Uh, but, you know, it's a game of baseball, and then the pressure – that, that I have is, is not necessarily for me. It's just for the kids. Mm. I think the kids feel a lot of it. Uh, you know, I, I see the bigger picture of every, I feel like I see the bigger picture of it all. And, and I know that, you know, Brendan has been blessed and, and, and hopefully we continue to be blessed. Uh, but but I, I see the pressure in, in a lot of times in my kids face and practice. And, and, you know, that, that's just hard because as a, as a, there's a lot of a legacy that's, that's happened here and a lot of expectation uh, the people in Brenham, Texas, know what good baseball is and know what bad bad baseball is. Yeah. There's times where we played good baseball, and there's times where we played bad baseball. And, and because of that, uh, I, I've sensed that um, that there, there's been pressure for my kids, you know. And uh, but as far as me as coaching, I, I, I enjoy it. You couldn't you couldn't have a better place to coach baseball. Uh, there couldn't be a better place to do it. And, and, and the community's always out. I mean, they're out in full force, away games, home games, and. And, uh, and not only just with, with, with baseball right now, I mean, our community supports our, all of our sports, whether it's basketball and, and football and softball. The girls' softball team has done well in the past. And, you know, this past couple of days, we've had two guys from Brenham going to the draft to the Denver Broncos. So we've had uh, a good share of, uh, as far as athletics, uh, had, a, had a great run and a lot of good things uh, happen here. So as far as the press with Brenham baseball, uh, at times, yeah, but at times, you know, it's, it, if you don't make it any bigger than what it is in the scam of baseball and you play it and you've been playing it since you were seven or eight, uh, and if you keep it, keep it the mindset of that, it's, it's, you know, it's, it, it can be, it can flow easy also. And you mentioned the community support, and that's the one thing that John Peters kept always talks about, and even in his book, he talks about just the, the support of Brenham. And I would, I got to think there's probably coaches out there that would love to have a community that supported yeah. them. You know, so yeah, I, I guess it goes both yeah, ways, right? It does, and you know, the, you take the good with the bad. But but I'll I'll take the support, um, and 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 anything else that comes with that versus not having the support. And 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 you know, there's times where we play, um, you know, different cities and different towns, and, and you, you just it's those times and moments as a coach that you really feel blessed that people come out and, and support, you know, their kids, the baseball program, uh, the school. And, and, and all that we do, whether that's band, uh, arts, or, or, or whatever, 
you know, we, we got kids this past week that made it to the state track team, uh, mm-hmm. to the state track meeting. And, and uh, you know, just to, you know, hearing everyone say, man, that's awesome about, about McKenna or awesome about, uh, you know, this kid. Uh, it's just, it's just been a good thing for us. And, and uh, there's a lot of support, a lot of pride, you know, a lot of pride here also and a lot of expectation uh, across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, I've mentioned John Peter's name a couple times. I got to ask you, you know, I know he's come back to Brenham a couple times in the last year, year and a half and shared his story, just released a book. How does seeing a guy like John and, and his, I mean, really incredible life change, you know, yeah. how does that, uh, how does that, have you, have, how have you seen that impact the community recently. I know he's been back a couple times the last couple of weeks signing books, and it just seems right. like that the you know his story coming back home is is really making a big impact. I think that there's been uh, more shock and surprise than anything. Mm. Uh, it's kind of from what I, I mean. I've worked when I first got to Brenham, John and I would work camps together, mm-hmm. uh, summer camps, and, and and I've known John since I've been here. And then for about a ten year period, ten twelve year period, we didn't see him very much, which is you know no big deal. Uh, and then all of a sudden he comes back and, and uh, our pastor, Ross Shelton at mm-hmm. our church, uh, had him come speak speak to our church. And we didn't have any idea. He was, was going to talk about, you know, the things he accomplished and how God's worked in his life and in that aspect. And really I thought, you know, it's probably going to be a movie or something made. And then he, he, you know, not, not necessarily drops a bomb, but he, he lets us in on, on a little surprise about, you know, some things that he was feeling and thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, good gosh. And I and, and, uh, did had no idea. Then, you know, John and I, pretty much got, got close with communicating and talking and talking about our team. And I got the idea, said, man, I think it'd be great if you can talk to our school. And we set that up a couple of years ago with that, with that principal, Joe Chandler. And he came and spoke to our, the whole Brenham high school uh, two years ago. Uh, I guess it was last year. And you could hear a pin drop mm. uh, as he was telling the story, man. And it was, uh, it was amazing because our, our kids, all they know, actually, matter of fact, some of the kids, that are on my baseball team were not even born when John Peters was around. So, right. You know, that, that's the thing. He's, his, he's, he's got this him and Cecil Cooper on our outfield wall at Brenham. And, and uh, a lot of times, it, I mean, you, you know that some of our young kids are like, who's that guy? You know I mean? And, and li- literally they're like, we don't know who that is. And, and, and uh, so, you know, you get a freshman, a sophomore, of course, by the time they get to me as a, as a, as a varsity player, they know who John Peters mm-hmm. is, but, but a lot of times a young kid won't know. And, so all we know is is a is a win streak and mm-hmm. the wins and all that and, and so when when he tells us his story, you know the rest of the story as 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 has been said, you know it's kind of shocking, uh, but you also see how God was involved in, in in that whole time in in Brenham, Texas, in his life and, and what, what transpired since then. So it's been been an amazing journey for John, an amazing journey for Brenham, and an amazing journey for Brenham baseball as well. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of fun to. I know for my wife and I to sit back and watch and, you know, and she tells me stories about when he was chasing the streak and, oh, yeah. you know, everything, everything that, that went with that. And then to, to look at, you know, 20 plus years later, see the right. same guy having a different type of impact. And it's all because right. of, you know, a true transformation. And it's just, a, right. it's incredible how God is using both of those situations together. Right. And, you know, and more than, more important than anything is, is, it's how you know God is using John's story, Amen, uh, to uh, to to help someone else that needs to hear that story. That's right, you know, and that, that's that's probably been the the biggest thing, the biggest impact. I mean, the record is great. Don't oh, yeah. I'm not taking anything from the record, but there's a, there's a lot bigger picture here when it comes to uh, what John what John's life means to people now 
a lot more than, than it did then. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. So I got to ask you, how do you, you know, how do you balance the demands of being a head coach and uh, everything that goes with it? How do you balance that with being a husband, a dad, and everything that goes with life outside of baseball? You know, for me, I, I try to keep everything into perspective. I wake up in the morning, I read, I pray. I'm not perfect. I understand that. Uh, I think I think with that, uh, you know, I, I try to keep my focus on God daily. Uh, there's times where I miss the mark. Uh, so as far as balancing that, I try to keep my perspective in the right place. As far as you know, being a husband and, and, and being a dad, um, and right now my wife and I are empty nesters. Both of our daughters are are out. My, my youngest daughter is now going to school at UMHB and, and my oldest daughter just got married two years ago. And so that's that part, you know, as far as being a husband and, 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 and that's easy. I, I will say that when my daughter's playing volleyball, it was kind of hard, you know, trying to balance a, mm-hmm. a baseball season or trying to get, you know, guys playing fall baseball, trying to see them play and also, you know, needing to go watch my daughter play because you don't get those times back. Uh, but now, you know, I, I think it's a little bit easier to, to balance uh, as far as the timing of it, where it is in my life. But, you know, there's a lot of demands. There's a lot of demands that come with baseball. But I think a lot of times the demands are demands we put on ourselves and not necessarily uh, that someone else has put on us. But, you know, uh, and winning is a demand, and, and we understand that too. And, and trying to balance those things as well can be hard at times. But like I said from the beginning, if you start your day off right mm. – um, it makes the balance easier for me. The That's days good. that I don't start off right, it's it can get kind of chaotic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. So a couple more questions about just okay. baseball. What would you say is your greatest memory um, or accomplishment as a coach? Uh, you know, winning the state championship in 2010 is probably one of my greatest memories uh, as, as a coach. But there's so many times where I get guys that come back, uh, and whether I was an assistant coach or head coach, it doesn't matter. Just a guy that that'll come back, whether it's, it's a catcher that I that I that I that I coached, uh, you know, and we've had some great catchers, some some good ball players, and just the guys saying, "I remember when you used to do this," hmm. and just the times where you would just, you know, laugh and 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 and, and things that you didn't think mattered that they remember so much about. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as a coach winning the state championship was great, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of little detailed things that go in, going involved in the day to day, day to day living that, that, that I feel like is, uh, is, is, has been special and that I, that I try to grasp a hold of. And every now and then God will remind me of something that, I, oh, you know, that, that gosh, you, you forgot about that. You mm. know, that, that was kind of cool also. Uh, yeah. But, but that's, just, that's, that's what it is for me. Yeah. That's good. So on your Twitter profile, if you will, the first thing I noticed, it says, love God, love people. Um, you know, to me, I love that. I, you know, I tell people all the time, life is, is right. not, it's not that difficult. Just love God right. and love others. But it sounds simple, but yet it can be so difficult. So what's that look like for you? What you just said. <laughs> what you just said is exactly what it looks like for me. It sounds simple and it is simple, but, uh, you know, uh, there, there's another side of, of, of life, man, that, that, that you know, is, is the other side, not the God side, but the, the side that, that's not of God that makes it so hard, mm. you know, to, uh, uh, and, and, I, and I'm just being real, you know, there's Absolutely. times where, uh, you know, loving people 
can be hard at times, but we're called to do that. And, and, uh, you know, and there's some difficult times and you know, I've, I've had some, some rough times, uh, you know, in my coaching career as well. And, 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 and I have to say during those times, God was right there beside me. Uh, and, and there's times where, where I, you know, I haven't wanted to love people and, and, you know, but you know, we're called to do that with it's, it's, it's a command. Uh, and, and I, with that, I try to do that every day. I've, I've, you know, going through this book called the bait of Satan and, and understanding how, you know, Satan used different things in our lives to kind of prod us and get us out of our, out of our, out of our way, out of our God's way. And I, if we're not careful and we, 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 we fall short of that, we, you know, it, it can be chaotic at times, but I think if, if you follow that simple rule, uh, and, and, and you try to stay with that, I think that, that God would be pleased with us if, because that's what we're, we're called to do that. You know, it's, it's a command. Amen. I tell people all the time, we, we focus so much on the negativity and the right. the division in our culture that if we just focused right. on those four words, love God and love people, we right. could, we could, we could make this Change a whole it. much, exactly, yeah, we could, we could make this a better place to live. If I we agree. just I remember agree. those four words, that's good. So we have a lot of, um, a lot of our listeners are student athletes and coaches. So I'm going to ask you maybe to offer some advice or encouragement. It's, you know, we just talked about, you know, the negativity in the culture. So it's not, now it's not the easiest time, you know, no. for, for someone to live out their faith, especially in schools. Um, so what, you know, what advice would you offer a student or a coach that, you know, is a believer, but maybe struggling to, to uh, live it out in the schools? You know, if, if either student or coach, um, I, I think, and I know this is, this is, we've heard this over and over again, but just remembering your why, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, and I have to, I have to remind myself of this all the time. It's just as a student or, or as a coach, don't forget why you signed up to be on that team. Don't forget why you signed up to become a teacher or a coach. Mm. Uh, and, and, and if you can, if you can remember that and, and keep that at the forefront of, of everyday living, uh, you know, uh, I think that everything else will fall into place as far that, that it needs to. And there's going to be difficult times ahead. And sometimes you're going to question your why, why am I doing this? Why does it matter? But, but I think, you know, we, sometimes I, f- I think we forget why we do what we do. And, and, uh, and, and if we can remember that, the, the why as a student or as a coach, uh, I think that, 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 you know, our focus can stay where it needs to in the end. And you don't have to be a believer, you know, I, I love for that to happen. But, but even, even if you're, not a believer. I mean, mm. understanding why you're doing what you're doing is, uh, is, is so important. That's very, that is good. Yeah. Yeah. Understanding the why. And as a believer, yeah. I mean, understanding where your identity is, is right. not, it's not in athletics right. or whatever, right. you know, so that's good. So I've got one last question. I know, um, everybody has a favorite scripture, but, um, I know you're a reader. Um, I noticed uh-huh. on, your, on your email signature, you when we were emailing back and forth the other day, it had kind of the two books you're reading. So right. I, know, I know you're seeing, always seeking more. So, you know, is there a scripture that maybe God's teaching you right now um, that that you'd share, or maybe maybe it's your favorite scripture? You know, my my, my scripture that that I try to when it comes to my team and and, and live by is just Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Hmm. Uh, it's just as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. And, and, and I think, you know, in, in this day and time, it's, it's uh, you know, in the, in the team sport, uh, it's so important to understand the importance of, of brotherhood. Mm. You know, it's so important to understand the importance of, uh, of, of playing for, 
the world can tell you to play for you. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to accomplish something, you have to play together. I was telling my team this other day that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Wow, you know? that's good. And I think I think that, and that's just an African proverb that that I that that, that that I came across. And I love reading. I love getting inspiration. I love trying to find different things to inspire my guys. Uh, uh, that's that's kind of how I live my life. And, and and honestly, I pray up to say, hey Lord, I don't have nothing to David. Put something on my heart to tell my guys. And, wow. and I you know be amazed at sometimes how you just open your mouth and and something good comes out that you you never expected or. You have good coaches, and, and you say, you know, maybe my heart's not where it needs to be. And I asked one of my assistant coaches to, hey, today, can you talk to the guy today? And it's amazing at how much I get from them, mm. uh, you know, from that. And I, I've, I've got some great coaches that, 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 that I get a chance to coach with that, that, are, that are believers also, uh, that, that love the Lord too. So when you have that going, uh, it, it's, it's always fun. And they know where I stand on, on, that, on that issue as well. But, you know, I, I think Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen for me sums it up as far as as far as iron sharpening iron. You know, I just think that that when you have that going, if you can keep each other accountable, uh, I always tell my kids do life with good people. You know, trying to hang out and and, and making sure that that who you're hanging out with that they're they're, uh, <laughs> they're 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 having your same interest. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And and, and, and and making sure that that whoever you're hanging out with that it's 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 a it's a good hangout not a bad hangout and not letting someone uh bring you down that, that put you in a position where you don't want to be that's good that's good well i appreciate your time today and sharing, yeah, sharing your you, story man. and um encouraging us and you know want to wish you good luck as the playoffs are, are underway and hopefully the cubs will make a run well we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do our best man i know that i know our kids are great kids and uh making a run is is, is what what we're known for and then i uh, hopefully our guys will come tomorrow with a, with a hungry heart and ready to have a good practice and get after those Georgetown Eagles. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Coach Williams as much as I enjoyed talking to him. I was encouraged by our conversation and just encouraged watching him from afar and known of him for a number of years due to my wife being from Brenham and my relationship now with John Peters growing up and playing baseball in Brenham, just knowing that Coach Williams is bold in his faith with Christ and an excellent baseball coach and loves the community of Brenham, loves baseball, loves spreading the message of Jesus through sports. So I hope you were encouraged um, to continue being bold for Christ, for loving God and loving others. Sounds so simple as we talked about, but yet can be so difficult. But if we would just love God, number one, love others the way God loves each of us. This culture can be changed. So thank you again for listening. Um, I ask you to share this with your family and friends. Um, As always, communicate with us through social media on Facebook, All In Sports Outreach, or Twitter, all underscore in 317. We love hearing from you. Visit our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. And lastly, I ask you, to go to iTunes, leave us a review. The more reviews we get on this podcast, the greater the platform to continue spreading the gospel through media. Until next time.